Hey, this is David Rivera from Ex Mortis. This is Ida from Trisphere. This is Parker Jameson from Starkill. This is Vicky Sarakis from The Agonist. This is Ben from Gohor, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Hey, Great Metal Debate listeners, this is Brian coming at you from Clarksville, Tennessee at the Warehouse. Tonight it's a big concert with Cannibal Corpse, and standing with me outside on this beautiful day is Paul Mazurkowitz. Mazurkowitz from Cannibal Corpse, the drummer. Been there since the beginning, Paul, right? I have, man. Thanks for having me as well. Excellent. Let me start with some obligatories. Uh, how's the tour going? The tour's going great so far. I mean, mm-hmm. great bill with cattle decapitation and... Uh, and surreption, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're about 10 shows in or whatever, about a third of the way done, but right. so far so good. Some great turnouts, great shows. Uh, let me ask you this, Ed, you know, you guys, this is a pretty long tour. What what point does that, bec- I mean, it's got to become a grind at some point. Just tired, not a, not a horrible thing, but at what point does that kick in? Uh, you know, our, it's a long tour, but I think our tours, we're used to being out for a good uh, four weeks, four to five weeks. Mm-hmm. I think this one, about a five-week tour. Um, you know, uh, that's about our limit these days. You know, yeah. when, when you're on a good five-week tour, you play 26 shows with minimal days off. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, by the end of the, you know, by the end of that time, you're starting to feel some fatigue, maybe a little wear. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not getting any younger, kind of a thing. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, yeah, I, I think what kills us if you know if we looked at the schedule and this was like a forty-five show tour, we'd right. be like, wow, you know, this yeah. it'd be a little more tougher to deal with. Uh, sure. And we do deal with that at time to time, but but um, you know, this is kind of we look at this one as being just about a normal average size tour here. You know, like sure. said, twenty-six shows. Yeah. You know, so but hey, we've been doing this for a, a long time, and you just gotta you gotta make do. You gotta make it work. You gotta you know pace yourself and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, I think we'll be fine. But, yeah, like I said, you get a little older, you know, the fatigue starts kicking in a little more so. Right, you know, right. Um, and, uh, yeah, it would be tough to move on more than a, you know, than a, you know, like I said, a good six, five, seven-week tour, you know. Yeah. Well, you get, I mean, you guys have been doing this for three decades. You've been with the band for three decades. It's got to be... Uh, difficult to no it's got to be you know I, I try to get myself up for an interview but you guys have been asked every question in the yeah, book right, right and so you know how do you get yourself up to do this day in and day out i mean is it something that you rely on the fans or is it to, just something you set your mindset to do the to play the, the touring and yeah, the talking well, the interviewing the, yeah well I, you know the interviewing uh, it could do without you know sure. technically i mean these it, it, to me it's almost you know no offense you know to any journalist yourself or anybody but you know we've been around you know i, I would think mostly everybody should know our story by now right um, so to us, it's like, you know, we don't feel that it's as, a, as essential maybe as it was when we were a young band trying oh, yeah. to establish yourself to any any and every interview possible, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, for us, you know, that's just part of the job, though, of course. You know, mm-hmm. hey, if interviews need to get done, they need to get done. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're not happening like, yeah, if I was doing 10 interviews every day on the tour, I'd be like, no, I, we, we got to sound sure. check. You got to do your daily thing and all that. No, we're just not going to do it, you right. know. Um, so yeah, but uh, when we're here to play, this is what mm-hmm. our dream. We're playing our music. You know that keeps you going, knowing that the fans are here in support. Sure. 
it's become our business and our, our well-being and our jobs. And mm-hmm. that's, of course, another way to look at it. We're not out here just going having fun. We're out here right. to make a living now, too. Sure. So, so that's going to, of course, give you motivation. How right. can it not? Um, but, yeah, I mean, just really our love of the music. We're, we're here for the right reasons. We don't we don't look at it as a job. Yeah. You know, it becomes your job. Right. So, so uh, that, that keeps you going, you know, and, and makes it worthwhile being out here. Well, you know, I've read you guys' influences, Death, and some of the early bands. You know, was there ever a moment where you had this, like, epiphany, and you're like, holy shit, that, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I think that's why you become a musician, or, you know, or we did, and why a person may become a musician, right. or an athlete, or an actor, or right. anything for that matter, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like, I was 10 years old, of course, you know, you're getting into music for the first time, a kiss is right there, I mean, a kiss, kiss band, yeah. like, and, and that just, you know, it, it moves you so much, going, wow, this is amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. And you probably, at that point, have a little bit of a pipe dream in your head, but you're still a too, too, little too young. Right. You know, but you're at least you're on the way of man. Music's a vital part of my life now. You yeah. know, and um, and then it becomes such a vital point. Then a few years later, you know, mm-hmm. you're a teenager now. You're right. say 15 years old, and you're hearing bands like you know our bands like Metallica mm-hmm. and Slayer that we're kind of growing with because right. they're new bands. Right. And it was right around that time probably when you're going. All right, this is just affecting me so much. I'm living this as a this is my you know kind of religion. You know yeah. that you go. You know I want to create my own. You know I want to. Mm-hmm. You know I love music so much, and I love what I'm listening to, and I live it like that's what you want to do. Right. And that's what it did with us. So I, I would think in a probably around you know, like I said, a teenage years mm-hmm. when, you know, luckily for us, like I said, growing and being there with the uh, advent of Metallica and, right. and Slayer and all that, and it was such a moving thing that uh, that made you want to do it. You know. Now you guys are, are pioneered. Do you have influences with your content also? I mean, the lyrics and the, the overall message, you know, I, I'm not even sure it's a message. That's what uh, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we were influenced by the bands that, like, you know, I just was saying that uh, the imagery of Metallica, Slayer, uh, Creator, all those bands, you know, were dark subject bands, and it sure. went hand in hand. So yeah. that's what we're into. You know, we're into that kind of heavy metal. So, right. so when we had uh, an opportunity to, you know, do it for ourselves and be that, be the the band that's, you know, to, we do whatever we want, you know, sure. we just took it to another level because of the fact that we we just wanted to see a you know an album out there that as fans we could go to a record store and look at eating back to life and go oh my look at that holy look at this cover right it's incredible wow look at the back look at these guys you know look read these song titles and that's what we wanted we wanted right. that as fans because that's how we bought our music back yeah. then you know so i think it, it just went hand in hand too then you got a name well our name's cannibal corpse well what's what can cannibal corpse be about it's got to right. be pretty horrific it, yeah it's got to be a, what it is sure or and dark subject matter you know and, and yeah. we all like that kind of stuff so it made sense okay you know we're all into the horror movies and stories sure. and the macabre you mm-hmm. know so it just was a natural fit you know to you know if, to fit the music so sure. basically that was it you know we're not yeah we're not out to any message we're telling short stories to sure. music that's yeah. all it is you know you know i asked this next question because there are people I, I hate stereotyping, and I think you guys get stereotyped with the gore lyrics and that sort of thing. And obviously, you've dealt with this question since the beginning. But um, you know, do you, you know, it's it's not like you said; it's not a message. How do you feel about young kids listening to your music? And and um, obviously, 
I think it's misrepresented in that they take a message from it. Uh, probably. And it's all going to come down to parents. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously, kids shouldn't be listening to this kind of music. You know, I mean, kids, I say younger kids. And then right. uh, you'll still look at a 20 year old as a kid, even though they're old enough to make exactly. their own yeah. make their own choices and be able to understand exactly. it more. So. So I would think a 20 year old, an 18 year old that knows what's going on and, and is. You know, I mean, you're 18. You should have some sense of reality Absolutely. and what's yeah. wrong and right and all this kind of stuff. Yes, a, 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 an 11-year-old listening to our stuff and reading, they're not going to really get this. Right. You know, and they shouldn't because it's not for kids. Yeah. So that that, that bothers me. If I'm glad ta- you said If we're yeah. talking real kids, I don't want kids uh, to be around this. I, I think it's wrong. Excellent. It's like seeing a rated R movie or, or whatever. You know, that's why they're, they put those restrictions on because... Because it sure. may be detrimental to the growth well, of children, yeah. you know. And but if your parents are there doing the right thing, then hopefully not. But if they're not doing the right thing and they're allowing you to do this, well, maybe you got some issues in the future. Exactly. So that's you know that's my take. No, that's an excellent answer. Now, what's the biggest change you've noticed um, in the industry in general of metal? I don't know. It's hard to say because we nothing has changed for us. I mean, obviously, the whole day and age of you know you got the internet, mm-hmm. you know, a lack of re, you know supposed CD sales, and everything's just done differently these right. days. So that's the biggest change: the way things are done and mm-hmm. being able to obtain and you know what have you. But technology, yeah, exactly. But other than that, really, for us, I don't even think about that too much because you know what we've been doing our thing for 27 years, and here we are yeah. doing it, and we've been you know never let up, never look back, never let down. You know, it's like we're in our own little cannibal world kind of a thing. Exactly. You know? But yeah, things have That's changed throughout the you know around us. But like I said, mostly mostly with the technology and everything. But in, in the whole scheme of say metal and death metal, it's obviously bigger than ever. You know? Right. I mean, extreme music is huge. You know, it, there's it really so many is. different forms. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have a band like say Slipknot being like amazingly mm-hmm. big like they are, that's like you know it's unheard of 30 years ago. Right. You know, to have anything like this be the way it is. You know, no one would have foreseen that. So that's good. I think yeah. that's, uh, uh, you know, and that's not even the change in music. That's just in the change in society, right. really, you know, accepting right. this and, and, and act, you know, and people, you know, just getting into it, you know, yeah. that you wouldn't have thought, you know, they wouldn't have maybe 20, 30 years ago. Sure, so. sure. Excellent. What Now, um, you guys, you know, I mean, you guys sell a lot more records than most death metal bands. Do you guys... Um, uh, do you worry about putting your music out there? I mean, because nowadays bands think they have to do that and put it out there for free to be heard. You guys don't have to do that. So uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, you're talking about getting your music out for uh, for free, you were talking about? Or yeah, like you have to post on social media right, so people right. can hear you, right, especially right. new bands. Sure, sure. You're not a new band. Right, right, right. You're established. Right. You sell CDs. Right, right. Yeah, we don't have to do any of that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, do we, do we technically have to do any interviews for... Till ever, right. I mean, you, you know, people know who we are. You yeah, know? you can find out things. You know, yeah. we're not like, yeah, we're not having to promote our band technically. Mm-hmm. You know, right. we still do, mm-hmm. but it's not like we're starting out trying to make it in the business. Right. You know, so yeah, for young bands, it's great. You know, the mm-hmm. internet's a, an awesome thing, and you know, and all that. But uh, yeah, but for us, it's a different story these days. And, right. Uh, you know, you still got to have that promotion, but you know, I, I would think uh, being around as long as we have, and you know, we're man, people know who we are. Are, you know, right. but sure, you want to keep going. You, if, if we if we were to take breaks, oh, hey, we're not going to record for five years. We're not going to do 
anything. Well, you know what? That's a long time. Generations may pass and go, and well, who's Cannibal Corpse? I don't know. I never right. saw them live. Then yeah. they put on a new record. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, unfortunately, some bands may lose out that way. We've never done that. So right. I think that's that's huge. And if we keep doing that our whole career, then we've never gone away. We're always there. We're always in the public eye, you know. Right. And that's, uh, you know, that's hopefully the way we'll end our career as well. So. Plans for writing anything soon? Uh, um, I mean, you got the tour to go, obviously. Yeah, we're still working on this. You know, the touring will almost be done for the cycle pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to start working on some ideas. Nothing really anything right now, but uh, but when we have to, we will. So, um, more than likely next year, we'll start writing some material and, and get the, you know, get the new stuff rolling. So Excellent. Now, where can fans get uh, music and merchandise for Cannibal Corpse? Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure they can go to MetalBladeRecords.com uh, or mm-hmm. MetalBlade.com, whatever that is. It's our record label. Right. Um, we Our merch company is JSR, so I believe it's JSRDirect.com mm-hmm. is where we can get you can get all our official merchandise. Right. So, you know, those two locations, you know, if you want to go online, you can easily obtain any, probably any cannibal stuff you want, you know. Sure. And uh, I would imagine there's many other outlets that may have it at your local, you know, record store if there's any left, you know, if sure. you have yeah. specialty metal shops. Exactly. But really, yeah, Metal Blade and uh, and uh, JSR Direct are going to be our uh, okay. two outlets for, you know, obtaining music and merch. We'll certainly put our links up on the Facebook page when this goes up. Paul from Cannibal Corpse. Awesome. Three decades of just kicking ass, taking names, tearing people apart. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir. Awesome.